0: The American Theatre Wing and the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts bring you the American Theatre Wing's Guide to Careers in the Theatre. This session, The Orchestrator. Hello, I'm Ted Chapin with the American Theatre Wing, and with me is Orchestrator and Arranger Luther Henderson. That's sort of half the story. I think it's Orchestrator, Arranger, Pianist, Composer, Dance Arranger, and all that. But Let's start by um, a question which is, I think, asked often, and probably can't – it can never be asked often enough, which is, what is the difference between an orchestrator and an arranger?
1: Well, I'll try to answer (laughs) that. I don't know if I'm going to be
0: successful. We may come back to it several times. But
1: (laughs) But I think the first thing to understand is that uh, we are involved in a creative process, which starts with whoever has the idea, like the composer. Or the singer or the griot, or whoever we want to go in the past time, and is delivered ultimately to the listener or the person uh, or the audience now in that delivery, in de- making that delivery, there are several steps that are involved that uh, in past many centuries ago, were not the labor was not subdivided i mean uh, uh, um, uh, I doubt if Verdi had a dance <laughs> arranger, you know, and or, very, or a vocal th- arranger. Th- Could be, but I don't think so. Mozart and those, I don't think they had that.
0: No? <laughs> they didn't have the, the, the people n- down in the no, bottom? No,
1: no. I think, you know, Sigmund Rongberg or mm-hmm. the ones further in this, and things, But here in, in the United States, where the musical comedy theatre has developed, I think there was a unique circumstance wherein these European influences, as coming through the operetta and so forth, were, were met head-on collided with the, 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 the uh, uh, what should I say, folk heritage of the African culture, which was here then. Mm-hmm. And uh, as such, various hybrids developed, both sides of the fence. I mean, we have minstrels on one side, and we have the so forth. So the business of the – uh, of of delivering this message got divided up because uh, particularly I think when the advent of, in the in the musical comedy theater involved itself more with ballet and story and stuff like that, so that it became obvious that there were going to have to be different other actions. Now I I'm, t- I'm going to get I'm going to get back to what <laughs> you asked me at first, place <laughs> I'll get to you. But the point is this that this today today and even and back when I started back in the, in the '40s and '50s, uh, the influences and the, 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 the uh, disciplines and, and conventions and so forth of uh, uh, both cultures were active mm-hmm. in each other 's realm and in the theater, I think that what happened was for instance uh, whereas um, uh, uh, you know uh, Gilbert and Sullivan was a written culture a written, written thing, uh, but uh, uh, taken and, 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 and from, from, from the other side it wasn 't written from what we right. and, and it had to be explained it had to be put down it had to be re- uh, formalized. Uh, but we wanted all of this to be richness of things.
0: So, so that, in, in, in a way, if, I don't want to put words in, totally. in, in your mouth, but the composer of yes, the musical yeah. theatre that will write music, but certain influences that come from the popular world, the Afro, Afro-American right. world and stuff, th- it, as the musical theatre became a more complicated, complex right. creature, right. it needed these influences. Ne- these, uh,
1: well, as, like, uh, like, uh, um, uh, 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 the early what they call black theater and so right. forth, with the minstrels here, we got into the, right. the business of U.V. Blake and those people like that. I won't I go to that, the point. Is here's an, an arranger. I think the way it started was with a piano player. Right. I think that the person who was the rehearsal pianist for uh, I take no no on that because right. I know that was originally in the twenties. Right. Now, I worked right. on No 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 Net back in, what, the 60s, someplace around right? the The se- early
0: 70s. 70s, or something like right. that.
1: But now, in the 20s, No 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 Net was written by Vincent Newman's and for instance, you have a tune called uh, uh, T for Two, right. you know, dam, ba-dum, right. ba-dum, 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 and it's it pretty square, it's put down, the person sings it, it's done by a duet, and so forth. Now, that's fine for a rehearsal pianist to do it's Even. In the case where they might have a person whose keys didn't fit, they could uh, they could very easily train. trick came when they decided they wanted to have a dance sequence. Then what did they do if it They just had the pianist
0: just play play it over, over and over again. again. Right.
1: Now we soon got tired of that. Right. Right. And the dance but the, mus- aran-
0: the, the musical theater got tired of that in The Musical theater got 30s. tired of it,
1: and the dancer arranger was asked to quote unquote extend elaborate whatever you want to say. And arrange. And that would be arranging. arranging. Right. So he would do so many times with total, total disregard for whatever's going to come, and so far as an orchestrator. Right. We have several ones, you know, Trudy Rittmann and Dorothy right. uh, um, uh, Freitag, and right. a lot of those people.
0: But you said they, they would do their dance or, or arrangements without thinking about what the orchestrator was going to do?
1: In a way. Uh, how? But they I would I
0: have to think about what the composer did.
1: Yes, that is true, because uh, I, uh, one was not allowed. One one could not disavow the composer as we do sometimes in more in jazz music, for instance, in Pacific or so, in and any f- real folk music where the
0: it's play, more improvisational improvisational
1: and jazz. And, and the uh, uh, the performance is indeed of, of essence. I take note of that because. Uh, I had such fun with Ralph. Uh, he was the- Ralph quote, Burns, yes, who was the orchestrator. Uh, orchestrator. But at that, by that time, I had grown past Richard Rogers, who hired me for this mm-hmm. first thing, to insist that when I did my arrangements, I, I would do also the orchestration. Because I thought orchestra. Now, what's the difference? Because as a pianist, one might say, listen, now at this point, I want to have uh, a herd of elephants come in right. and dance to T for Two. And they would say, all right, bump, 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 bump. right, and maybe they would put it in the bass and so forth. Well, uh, maybe we only have a string section. I don't know what we have, but so therefore, we have to do something to accommodate that.
0: And, you, and if you're, while you're arranging, you have to think about that. More, that's
1: what you should be
0: doing, you see.
1: Or and, uh, I remember one particular time I was hired as an orchestrator. or something. I won't name the piece, but uh, 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 a, a, a sketch was given to me. Uh, to do from a dance arranger, uh, which was, ha- had so little to do with orchestration, than with, with piano playing and with, with so forth, that I very mean-spiritedly decided to orchestrate it exactly as I was given it, you see. Okay, right. <laughs> And I was soundly reprimanded for it. I must say. Well,
0: but what did they think? What did somebody want from you to take something which wasn't good? Did people understand it wasn't good, and they wanted you to make it good?
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, they wanted me to make it playable by an orchestra. An orchestra.
0: It wasn't. No,
1: (laughs) not really. But the point is. That this is the, this then is the work. This is not just the work of an. This is the work of an orchestrator.
0: Just, well, and clearly you're talking about a, a multi-level collaboration because right. you have the composer, you have the arranger, Ranger. you have the orchestrator. Right. And also, I, I don't. I don't want to overemphasize the fact that you, specifically you, coming from a black world yes. of a, a jazz and an yes. improvisation world, you, p- you personally brought something to the right. musical theater that was a little jazzy and everybody wanted that. Well,
1: as a matter of fact, I've to say that you know I'm. I'm I am at this point in my life am involved very much with Duke Ellington and so forth. And then he, in, in, he is the one that, that uh, is instrumental in starting me with, with uh, uh, Irving Townsend, and who got me with, with, uh, with uh, Castellanos. You, and as got an and
0: arranger and orchestra. And
1: orchestra. He got me with Castellanos and Richard Rogers. And I remember the first Richard Rogers thing. They were, I, mean, I had to do to try to play a little bit like Count Basie because that's what they wanted to play. And this phase. was
0: this was flower drums, right?
1: Um, no, flower drums later. Oh, this is earlier. Later. This was later than that. You oh. see. Anyway, the point is this, that yes, that everyone wants to partake of the primal communication. Everyone. We're talking from Wagner on to Boogie Woogie. You know, that's what the name of the game is. Now, what the point is is that in the, in the deliverance delivering this particular thing. Sometimes it takes more just a performer. Sometimes the performer just does it and he plays his guitar or plays his piano and sings. Boom! Now you've got something else in between, so you have to have help. And these are, this is the area in which you come up with arranger, uh, orchestrator, copyist. Let's don't forget the copyist, either. I won't. That's b- because uh, the various transpositions, the various things that have to happen, plus to say nothing of the legibility no. of the music for the things uh, uh, can make or break the deal. You no, see. absolutely. Since <laughs> you're there,
0: I want to talk about some of the, the stuff that we have here because you co- you talked about copyists, and I think part of what the job of both an arranger and an orchestrator is to take. What has been created at the piano or whatever, and documented in a manner in which it can be played by others and repeated. That's right? a very, very good way to put it. That's exactly right. So here, for, for example, a couple of years ago, you were the dance arranger and orchestrator, co-orchestrator of a production of Saint Louis Woman at the Encore. Encore, right? Right. And that was a recreation because there was an album, but all the original material was right. lost. Right. So that in that instance, here's the Cakewalk, yes. for example, and yeah. it looks like. This is what was first given to you, right? Yes, there's yes. there's sort of sheet music, right?
1: Yes. Th- and this is this incidentally is even I'm not I'm yes I guess it was like the sheet sheet music, uh, It may and may even have piano, come it's, from it's piano
0: it's piano, piano vocal because there's a piano part right, with right, one line right, of vocal. Right. Right. So this
1: is what this is what we got. From uh, from the original thing, right.
0: So there was the song, right. And you're handed that. Now you have to make an arrangement. I have to make an arrangement, it. arrangement so then, for it. So then this is. Can you turn the pages? Yes. To, uh, my arms aren't long enough. Uh, so I, you, here's a partial sketch. Now what is that?
1: That means that I've taken the 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 thing that's given and indicated. that. For instance, I have stuck here four bars that is acts as an introduction and a leading to the vocal here. Right. They didn't have that on there, but where is right. that? Because the, the, the because the script the, called for some sort of action to be from here to here,
0: and you had to make some and music. Had to make this up before the music starts.
1: And then we got here. We heard this. This is what the thing was. Now, what if it says quartet? Is that what it's right? Actually, quartet. All right. So the the whole quartet's not written out. Right.
0: This is partial. This but is the beginning.
1: Yes. But this is, then it goes and so I. This is a little sketch that I wrote for what might possibly be a, a, a sketch of the orchestration. Yeah and so forth. This is what the arranger did.
0: Now, I have to say, I'm impressed with the fact that this was generated by a computer. That the particular th- piece, yes. Yeah, do, you, That's you,
1: particular do, you, do you arrange I, and orchestrate I, I, these I, days I, on a computer? I do. I think I'm somewhat the exception. I think a lot of guys do now. But I think I, I'm, 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 I'm more uh, – uh, how should I say – st- I stick to it more, because uh, uh, I, I, I not only generate the sketches, but I generate the score now you well, can understand yeah. on a small screen. Uh, it depends yeah, well, on the size of. But now if I have a 10, 10 line score or something like that, twelve line d- score, that's easy. fine. Yeah. But when I've got twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven pieces to do, it's very difficult. So I have to. I have now adopted I have the thing of, of, of condensing Your score. my orchestration, my scores, into the groups of woodwind so forth so forth, right. and simply marking them as I would a complete sketch, right. for which uh, an orchestra would simply have to deal with, 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 the, with the things. And thus, I can get into, maybe, a right. uh, conceivable length of
0: space. But that's also that's the arranger in you that's putting it into a position, that's so right. the that's orchestrator right. in you can right. break can right. expand right. it. Right,
1: right. And this is why I, 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 was, I, I also find that uh, I have to, myself, Remember that orchestrations are not always playable on a piano.
0: Ah, a very good point. (laughs) But they're not meant to be playable on a piano. Well,
1: no, but they have to be. This is why the the the, uh, advent of the piano conductor part, right. a condensation of the whole thing, so that one can use it in rehearsal right. and take the pertinent parts and
0: play it so forth. But that, that you're getting a little ahead of this process, I think. A little but, bit, but, yes, okay, yes. Because I want to point out here that even though this is a partial sketch, over here in pencil, somebody's written flute, oboe, clarinet, clarinet, bassoon, trumpets, one, two, three, woodwinds, one, two, trombones, okay. one and two. That's
1: my notation, because I wanted, to, I my head, Wanted to know that that's what I was doing this for.
0: Because that you were told at the that's beginning of the, this, this is what the orchestra is going right, to be. That's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Then we went on. Oh, no, no, I could very easily have just Jordan done this whole thing and turned it over to somebody like Ralph.
0: Right by Ralph Burns. but in this case you didn't. Yeah. Is that all that's in that book? Do we then go to here?
1: Uh, uh, I think there's score. I don't know if there's any score in here.
0: Well, I'm, I'm fascinated – No, the score is not in here. Okay, we no. do
1: have a score someplace, I believe.
0: Yes, but we're getting we're get, – now, here, here's, another, here's a, another partial sketch of that same song, The Cakewalk. I love the fact that there's a post-it on it that says, Discard. We may get to why that's there. Um, <laughs> but now, th- this is – let me put this back so we don't spread paper all over the place. Yeah, they yeah. don't like that in the booth. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, let's put it there. So th- this is now expanded. This, yeah, this, star- this yeah. says, partial, partial sketch – Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you know why? Because I never took this notation off.
0: Right. Okay. That's forget the parts. I see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then I think this has got indicated something. uh, I can't see exactly. Well, it says
0: stage up here. Then it says sketch, which they must have taken from here. Yes. Now it says orchestra. Yes. And then it says piano rehearsal. That's what you're talking about. So this is now another step up. Another sketch. Another step up. Right. So this is this is adding more more with some orchestration. There's now an orchestration line in here.
1: I, I'm, I'm not sure that, that all orchestrators go to this particular no, but length that I do. But, but it's I'm good,
0: because it, it's a process, yeah, it's and good. you can see how it grows, because yes, then it goes yes. to this, which, which is right, a full score. That is the full score, right. Right. And, and that's where you have the clarinets oh, and the flutes, exactly. and over, everything's there. Right, right. Now, is this generated on computer? This sort Some of looks like handwriting. Th- th- this
1: is handwriting. No reason, my associate Leonard Oxley, is the one who, did, who looked this, did this. I've given him my complete sketch. Is that what you give him? I've given him my complete sketch, and I've indicated in that complete sketch, for instance, that these are woodwinds, and this is how I want them to be divided. Right. And he then, He's in, his, in his knowledge, is able to put all those on, on, uh, on his proper keys
0: and so forth. And, but in order to do that with, for you, he has to be an orchestrator himself.
1: Yes, uh, uh, but, uh, but he has to be the kind of an orchestrator who's, who's, who's willing to subjugate himself to another orchestrator. He's got to think like you. <laughs> he's got to think like Luther Henderson. I, I hope he's listening to this, because <laughs> he, uh, he's wonderful, but I, I don't expect that there are many Leonard's around because m- most of us don't like to do other people's things.
0: No, but but you're g- yes. it's a good collaboration, and yes. the yes. musical theater yes. is nothing no, but no, collaboration. Yes, right. But what you're saying is you wouldn't give that level. You wouldn't give it to him at this no. point. You've no. got to do no. I,
1: I might give this to Ralph.
0: Right, Ralph Burns, who's a who yes. is a But uh, or to, uh, yeah. uh, but
1: uh, incidentally, but, yeah, uh, I w- if I I wouldn't give this. Back then, if I'd known what I know now, I would not give this to Robert Russell, either.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> okay after, I want to talk about Robert Russell Bennett but in a moment. But just because you had mentioned copyists. Now, a, a copyist, in, in, in a handwritten score like this, a copyist has to go through and create a clarinet a single part. single
1: part, single parts for each one of those things. And now, I don't have any... We generate uh, um, um, uh, 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 squ- uh, parts... By, uh, by a commu- computer, also. Most, it's, it's still not universal because, uh, uh, for several reasons, I won't go into it, but mm. the point is that um, sometimes it is faster when you're under great duress and you have to you know deliver something. it gives you a score in the morning, you have to put it on the stand at night, you have to divide it up some way with people. And unless you have everybody on finale, or whatever your thing is, and so forth, that you don't have to get some to do it, but it doesn't really matter, because they, they are, the business of hand-copying is not out of order yet, Right. Know. We're still doing it. We've got some fine people, and so forth, that, that do this, and who are invaluable. Right. And particularly, they're invaluable, because uh, when 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 the orchestrator makes a mistake, not me right you right <laughs> those other guys <laughs> but those they say, oh." This seems to be a little bit out of range for the planet. Is this something that you, you know? Yeah. That sort of well,
0: thing, that's all. So. Well, that's also a point about orchestrator. Is that you? You an orchestrator has got to know what every the range of every one of these instruments a, is, so that you're not going to write a flute part that goes where yeah, right, a flute yeah, can't yeah, play. Yeah, but just to you know, to to clarify before we, we go on, what a copyist would actually do with a score like this, which is I don't know, 20 pages, 30 yeah, pages yeah, long,
1: 274
0: yeah, it was bars, is. One copyist could take this part and take the first line off every single bar and line it up. Right, right. And if a human person is doing it, they can figure out where there may be some some breaks so they can have do a page turn and stuff. But I wanted to ask you, here's a well, it's not much on this one, but here's a computer-generated score. And there, this is the beginning where there are not a lot of people, but here later on, there are a lot of people playing. Can you, if this is in a computer these days, can you push a button and say flute and have them sp- spit out a flute part?
1: I can't, but my associate, Dwayne Grant, can do that.
0: But I assume if, if a computer does that, it's only going to do it in a regulated fashion. So if there's one note that's held over six bars, you're going to have the same size bars, and you're not going to be page Not
1: teams? really. You'd be surprised how sophisticated these yeah. machines are these days. You, you, you can, you can, I can't tell you exactly how it's done.
0: But it can be done.
1: But it can be done.
0: But, but the point that, that you were making, that if you'd have to do a score in the morning, and it's got to be on the stand At that night. night, and it's not done computer, it's done the old-fashioned way, yeah. you may have to have six people, one of whom is doing these three, one of whom is doing those three. Yeah. And they're working at the same time. I not
1: to, not, and so, so I don't misrepresent. Dwayne would dispute me, because he thinks he's pretty fast, and he's got his crew. He thinks they can put him out pretty fast, and they can.
0: In a day on a computer, right. he thinks. Right,
1: yeah. And, and, and he certainly can. But the point is that uh, the business that we are in, and the business computer business, should be understood that it's not primarily for swiftness, but for uh, uh, what's the word? We have a record. We have it's 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 complete. I can go back. I can go back. I uh, which recently, for instance, we were supposed to do Jelly's last Jam on uh, on HBO. We never discovered right. it, But now I had most of that on computer.
0: Right, and it was it wasn't dog-eared and it wasn't. No, yellowed and I just and
1: put I sp- I bring it up on my mach- on my screen. And I can tell what, uh, what this is. And believe me, that is, it was worth all okay. the time and <laughs> Okay, but it. I want to ask
0: you something, though. When, when a score like this mm-hmm. is presented, and it's copied, and everybody plays it, one of the problems is there can be wrong notes. Mm-hmm. But what if the dance arranger says, oh, you know, I want, more, I want six more bars in there? So this score that they've started with, you have to add m- more scores. Changes happen all the time. Which we have a phrase
1: that we like to use. I think I here. Before, just before it comes out of the rehearsal, say, This is now frozen. <laughs>
0: it's like bird's eye, it's frozen.
1: Frozen <clears throat> until after the first rehearsal.
0: Oh, good. I, the first performance. First performance, right.
1: Now, if that is not so, this we must, pr- we must, we must uh, relate this to the, com- to the producer because it could very easily happen that there would be a necessary change. Right. And that then represents a a, a sizable chunk that the producer has to come up with that he might not have been... Uh, a very, a very f-
0: in terms of, of money to make the change.
1: Yes. I can think of one example, which is in a show called Jelly's Last Jam. Mm-hmm. Now, we had, in in California, when we did the the, the show, we didn't have... Uh, Gregory Hines, who was this tap master, wonderful. Mm -hmm. But we had a person who who was a dancer, so over Bob Tony, wonderful. The point is that when we got to New York, having this star, we had to do something about this particular number, uh, which was just before the end of the first act, where Jelly Roll was showing off. Mm -hmm. And he had to show how he, how he, what he did. And also, he couldn't do it by just imitating the piano. He is a tap dancer par excellence. And
0: why not and use him, if you have him?
1: Not Why not? That's how come we hired him, because he was this thing. So therefore, the score and the, everything that we had, perfectly from California, had to be...
0: Taken apart and put back together. Again. Taken
1: apart and put back together.
0: And and, and if I may b- point out, because of all the variations, you start to do that, and you're, there, it, it has an effect on, on every, every single, single one.
1: person. So therefore, now this we didn't. Ha- we, it fought, well, yes, we did, because the, the the first production was not quite as elaborate in terms of music. Right. Um, we, we, smaller we, smaller band. Smaller band and so forth. So way, that's sort of like an aggrandized sketch in the way of right. speaking. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't that big of a problem. But the truth is, yes, that that problem is, we try to iron all that stuff out before we come to the rehearsal, which brings up another point in terms of orchestration, which may be tangential. We have developed people today, whom we call uh, music directors supervisors, like Paul
0: Gemignani, for right. instance. musical supervisor. So forth,
1: who start with the show at the beginning. And they're there to talk about it at rehearsal every day, and who are in charge of directing all of this stuff. So that they're to see, there's their responsibility to the the producer to see to it that we don't run into any train wrecks way way down there, right just before the people are supposed to come and see it, see. Didn't that used to be the musical director? It is still, but the musical director. uh, I started with a musical director named Max Meth. I don't know how many people remember this guy. <laughs> I remember not. the name Max Meth. Well, he was before before Lehman Engel. He was here. Uh, he it was, but the point is that yes, Max started with, and so did Lehman. Started with the beginning and so forth. But today, it's even more so because they are involved from the, before it even gets into rehearsal. Do you see? They're not. They're they're, they're involved.
0: But are they involved in, in, for example, how big the orchestra is and what theater it would yes, go into and, yes, and the, I would say so and definitely who, who the orchestrator def- might be definitely. Do you think this is a good thing?
1: Yes, in this respect, that at least we have a one person who has a mind as to how it shall be. Uh, it's like having a general,
0: right, in the music department.
1: Yes, and you know, you know, without a general, the army doesn't get very far, right, you know, right. right. <laughs> right. No, that's what, well. I just thought about it, but now this again, yes. So far, it does have to do with the, with the not only with, the, with with all of the areas: arranger, orchestrator, copyist, it's a rehearsal pianist. All right these there. things have have to be coordinated, and they are done so. Um, uh, um, uh, what's his name over at the time? Course, does a fantastic Rob, job. Rob, Rob Fisher. Rob Fisher does a fantastic job as well.
0: Now, I, obviously, the, 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 the role of, of the musical supervisor is to coordinate all the musical forces, which yeah. means a focused collaboration. Yeah. What happens if the dance arranger has a very different point of view than the vocal arranger? Is, it, 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 is he the one who has to f- try to f- sort it's, that out? It's
1: not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's not good. Uh, I think that who has to sort it out, each of them, uh, but what about must the c- be responsible, must be uh, must 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 be uh, overseen let 's say yeah. by someone, whether it be the composer or the musical supervisor but uh, um, uh, this seldom happens now you so now you come into the business of the choreographer
0: right, the dance arranger, another one of your uh, tasks uh,
1: in the past uh, how should I think you know uh, Stravinsky didn't ask his, the dance person about what his music should be. Right. He if wrote he was it. going to do, you know, Rites of Spring or whatever. He wrote it. He wrote it. And the choreographer came in and did his thing.
0: Danced to that music.
1: Now, this also is, is about the, the disciplines coming from the roots, from the uh, uh, folk music standpoint. Right. Now this person, the performer in the name of the dance, says he is the one that has to deliver the stuff. And he started in from the beginning, and he has a, an idea. Uh, so you come to uh, when the dance uh originated, Roger, Rogers, uh, right. uh, was it, Oklahoma, which one right. of the – anyway, somebody uh, – uh, uh, Somebody other than the composer? Uh, uh, other than the composer. Start where just, I just Where did I leave off now? Just, you were uh, talking
0: about choreographers. And right. When, when now, the,
1: cho- the choreographer then has some say, and In to the what point dance? that uh, he is now considered part
0: of the composers, sort of. The, right. da- the dancer man or the creator? Right. The, uh,
1: <laughs> the creator. I was fortunate. My first choreographer that was a lady named Carol Haney. Right. Happened to be very, very musical. Was this well. Flower
0: Drum Song? It was Flower Drum Song. I was going to ask you, because Richard yes. Rodgers, we're told, is a composer who had f- fairly clear ideas about what his music should sound
1: Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And you had Carol Haney. And,
1: and, and, and Richard Rodgers. And I must say, the, uh, one of the biggest compliments I think I've ever had in my career is having Richard Rodgers say to me, why don't you do what <laughs> you <laughs> want to
0: do? Do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Uh, he, well, he. Okay. Tru- well, that's that's trust, and that's important. That's really oh, but important. Tr-
1: but not just trust. From this, think about this person now. If this is a person who dots every i and that's you know crosses every t. But and he wants you to sing and play it exactly like that.
0: Right. That's what it is. But it's interesting because he was doing Flower Drum Song, which was in the 50s, a pretty hap show, right. so he knew he may not uh, right. have been quite as hap uh, as uh, you. Right.
1: And anyway, the not goes into yeah. that. But the point is that, that this, this uh, 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 Carol. Carol and Gene Kelly was also on. He was another, uh, you know, uh, the dance point of view. Was the came into the, the actual Com- musical composition.
0: Now, d- did you just a, – a, a logistical thing. As a dance arranger, in that instance, did you sit in on the dance rehearsals and play piano as they were going along, if yeah, they wanted? both,
1: both, uh, both. And uh, um, uh, again, what I found that I would have to do uh, would be I, – I, I, that was the beginning of my arranging my mind. To write something orchestral that could also be demonstrated
0: on the piano, uh-huh, which is w- sort of partly what you were talking about—the piano conductor uh, right, score, right, a reduction right, right. of the orchestra. And
1: score. I think I've, I've developed that to to a point. That's well, that's that's what I do. I don't think. And so that again is my friend Leonard. Uh, but that's understands my right my ways, and so he can sit in a rehearsal and do stuff. Yeah, you know, and I have to be home. And but something.
0: because he he does stuff because you give him the piano right, re- right, right, reduction. Right, Cause right. Because I know that innate misbehaving. You were the orchestra for That's, the first half of well, the that evening. That was a whole different thing. Now yeah, but you were at the piano, and I, the whole orchestra was on your in your fingers. Right,
1: right. Well, that was a different Listen to the approach. Here we're coming. This is interesting, because here we're coming directly from the Afro side, not from the Euro side as right. from no, 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 no. But directly from the uh, from Afro side into the is the European scene
0: mm-hmm.
1: now? Uh, uh, as such, we have a strong thing. We have a personality of Fats Waller, and his, his his music is global. Right, and uh, we are asked to use his his talking, his things, and so forth, which I'm going to to yeah. form a revusical of a right. sort. Now, in order to do that, we had to write. Now, I was originally hired to write. The piano music for another piano player to play. Uh-huh. And this pianist, I don't know whether he had the grace or the bad fortune to have slipped in the subway about a week or so before the earthquake and broke his leg.
0: Not good for a pianist.
1: Whatever. But the question came up who is going to play this piano? And of course, I turned and looked around with everybody else and I said, I don't know who's going to play this piano. <laughs> but so <laughs> As it turned out, I had to play the piano. Very good for me, because, you know, I had to remember, that's what I am. I'm a piano player. I better go to my woodshed and try to mm. learn some of this stuff. But the thing is that then, subsequently, adding more pieces, we didn't, we didn't add a band. We added what Fat Waller's rhythm was. We added a couple of pieces for production. Right. And I think, if I say something it was, because of 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 the, of, uh, of Richard and and Mary and Arthur right. of these, that this whole thing gelled into something. That probably looked like a review, but didn't act like one. Right
0: no, it was wonderful.
1: And I don't know how it happened. Don't ask me. But I mean, we just did. But that's is what I mean. This right. came. But it came. The reason is it, it came from, the, the,
0: from the from from the, the cl- thrust
1: of Africa. Right. Yeah.
0: That, and yes. you, on that in that show you were you were the arranger and the orchestrator yes. correctly. Yes. So let's just s- s- summarize if we can. And piano player. And orchestra. You know,
1: general practitioner. Right.
0: If we can summarize then, h- how would you summarize w- what an arranger does, what an orchestrator does? Now that we've talked about it. All
1: right. General summary. General summary is that the arranger and the orchestrator uh, implement the creative process. From the composer or singer or whoever right. starts it,
0: up to the point of delivery to the audience. But the orc- working backwards, then, the orchestrator decides with how the instruments play.
1: Right. He, he is the court of last resort right. before we get to the stage. But,
0: and then the arranger has
1: done... will have done the, the, the sketches, if you will, the p- parts that, that people rehearse by he will have done all the things that we've done. And so uh, sometimes, most of the time, you have two arrangers, vocal arranger and dance arranger. Mm-hmm. But again, I used to put the things, the same things together. Right. But uh, for instance, when uh, no I had Buster Davis, now Buster and Davis and I might have been of one, it had to be well, practically of one mind. It was a wonderful combination, because we didn't have to, we weren't working against each other. We all had the same thing going, you know?
0: Well, that's, that's interesting, because, because you've worked with a lot of wonderful co rangers, oh, co-orchestrators oh, oh, and stuff. Oh,
1: believe me, man. It's <laughs> really – uh, I'm not lit. trying to low grade, grade myself, but I don't th- it's a happenstance that I don't think anyone can can, can parallel. And it is a happenstance. Uh, uh, the fact that I may have had a mark kind of talent going on, that's one thing. That's wonderful. But For us, it's look, wonderful. Wonderful. But <laughs> look what – Look who I got thrown into, you know, with you know, and yeah, you know, all these people that you go. Fantastic starts. Start there. And what start, starts with
0: Ellington. Ellington. Starts with Ellington. Is, was he your first? Was that your first job? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And how did you get that job? Well,
1: I, I think I got the job mainly because I graduated from Juilliard in nineteen forty-two.
0: Okay, now that now, wait a minute—that doesn't sound like the guy from the popular world coming into Broadway having a Juilliard d- degree. Well,
1: you see, at that time, how how would I explain this? Um, uh, I come from a family of educators, okay, and um, who were more or less liberal and so forth. We um, uh, were friends; they were friends with with. Uh, uh, the great historians, and so forth, as well as U.B. Uh, Blake was like a, a, okay. a, a family friend, you see?
0: So the idea of so the, the combination of U.B. Blake, Blake and, uh, uh, and, and education.
1: Now, uh, how did it happen to be the junior? Because in a, an educated family, not to have a college degree, you know you're going to be sent directly, to purgatory. <laughs> right. And you are, and we, it, is, it is not discussed. It is not discussed. You right. you will go to college and so but now by the time I got to high school I'd already I'd heard that heard Ellington and so when I heard Gershwin reporting best and I'm jamming with these people down and say I did not wish to go to college, but mm-hmm. I had to. And so Juilliard was
0: the compromise.
1: Juilliard came up, and I, I had to do everything to get in there. And I took music music of course. Well, it turns out to be the greatest thing I did. But the point is that that's how it happened. So when I got out, I haven't been running around with Mercer and all that group and all that. I used to call me his classical arm. Well I' know I had a couple of courses in it, because of Juilliard. <laughs> do,
0: but d- do, you, do you feel that, that every, anybody interested in arranging or orchestrating for Broadway should have the kind of training that Juilliard provides? Excuse me. That's all right, it's a big question.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Reason. And it is, if one wishes to participate. In the arts, in any specific part of the arts, one can only have one dimension if one does not study all of the dimensions that are involved. That doesn't mean that you have to be a concert pianist in order to play Boogie Woogie, right. or vice versa. But it does mean you must know something about it. And the way to do it for an arranger, an orchestrator, is invaluable. You have people on Broadway now, you know, Johnny Tunick and, and all these other guys who are very classically trained, and who's, who's training, uh, and Peter Matz, uh, for instance, right. and all these guys, uh, what we have to say, the vocabulary with which we must work, is not strictly one thing or the other. So, so, you, so you must learn all of it, uh, when I say, to us, to, degree, to, to the business of having a classical education, quote-unquote. Right. It's important. And now, today, the business of having what I would call a jazzical education, as well, is also becoming apparent, as we see with all the schools, Juilliard included. Right. And, uh, and, 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 all the, and the, the, the symphony societies, you know, went and did a great job up there with these things. With now, it doesn't mean you don't even have to agree with all the stuff that they, with, what they put out. That's beside the point. right. The point is that the effort is being made to ho- not homogenize, but to eradicate the, 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 the polarization that seems to exist between these two things, this classical and the jazz, or the European and the African. It's all one thing, if you want to come right down to, the, down to it. It all comes from the same place. It's all music. It's all from the same place. It's all a matter of communication. It all has to do with one's sharing, one's spirituality. This communication, this flow, is as essential to the life of the human family as is the blood is to the life of each one of us. And this is why it's so important. This is why music is so important, that because it is, it is a vocabulary that's immediately understandable, number one. Number two is something that everybody, every, everybody knows. Uh, and uh, and and number two, it just it's uh, it's it's a spiritual expression which is more articulate than any other, I think, to between each of each of us. And when that flow is disrupted for whatever reason, we have what I call a lack of ease have a dis-ease. It's a disease, dis-ease. a disease of mankind. great symptom of which we saw on September the yeah. 11th.
0: I, mean, okay, that I won't get into yeah, that Yeah, no, but, now. Uh, but it, I mean that's so beautifully f- that's so be- beautifully phrased. And uh, the only thing I want to ask is, in addition, in addition to kind of keeping your eyes and ears open to all music, which is what you're saying in terms yes. of training for an orchestrator and yeah. an, an arranger. Do you feel that, that there's a similar kind of openness to all studies and all reading?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. No question about it. I, and I'm not going to get into this too much, but the, I, I'm just as guilty almost as anyone, and particularly I will say September 11, because it's opened everybody's eyes up to birth, and mine included, Right. Uh, w- that uh, uh, we must find some way of continuing or not continuing of reestablishing this particular flow. We have the the spiritual blood has stopped flowing that way.
0: Right. And we, and gotta, we are sick. Yeah, we got to no, know. I think I, I I like your saying ease, dis ease. That I've never I've never yes. heard it done that way. Um, I, I wanted to ask you. There, it, we hear about the problems of Broadway, and Broadway is so expensive, and you know, musicals cost millions and millions of dollars. Is there a career to be made as an orchestrator or arranger on Broadway, or can it only be a tangential to another career?
1: Both. <laughs> but I think it depends on the persuasion and the energy and the thing of the particular person involved. The one thing I think is important, whether you're an orchestrator or not, is that you must know that you're coming into a very fickle business that one that is not is not uh, not based in the kind of reality that most people is. So that therefore, if indeed you are coming in with anything less than a burning desire, burning f- passion for that for the music, your best advice is to stay out or just do it partially.
0: I think that goes for all theater.
1: Yes, yeah. now uh, that is not to say that fortunes are not made here. Right. Uh, uh, nor is not to say that. Yeah, you know, I feel very fortunate. I've, I've me- i never had another job since since that's I was in the Navy in nineteen forty-seven, yeah. one forty-two, whatever it was. Yeah. And that's very. Whether I'm successful or not, the people do that is. Fantastic. But
0: but you've been an orchestrator and arranger for more than the theater. As I said to you yes, earlier, my yes, first yes, the first time yeah. I ever saw your name was on uh-huh. I Got a Right to Sing the Blues, ah, Eileen Farrell's yes, first I, pop album. Yes, yes.
1: And yes. those are great. Those are great albums. I love i love it.
0: Now I wanted to ask you in, in I mean, we talked earlier about in a show where you have the composer and you have the other musical staff people, but in a case where you you're doing arrangements and an orchestrations for someone like Eileen Farrell, how much do you listen to the To the performer. And how much do you say to the performer, I've heard you sing and this is what you're going to do?
1: Well, it depends upon the performer. Many performers are, um, uh, are, I have to say this, how would I say it? I'm not out demeaning others, are more creative, let's put it this way, are more uh, improvisational than others. And um, um, Arlene is the rare person who, though not Completely improvisational has that sense, do you understand? She mm-hmm. has, and um, uh, she also is, is unusual in that she has an extraordinary instrument. Right now, to what extent? For instance, on that particular album, right. said, I heard her sing, and she said she wanted to sing the blues. I will say this: that she a song that we never got on because she wanted to do a blues version of the Marine hymn. <laughs> and <laughs> right, okay. that wasn't too good an idea. No, but <laughs> it was an idea.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I thought, here's this lady, and she loves to sing, like, sing these, these notes. So I thought, listen, I'm going to use that thing. So I would have her do a vocalese at the, at the top of the thing, oh, like I would hear sometime a trumpet player do, 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 do. I would say, Look, this lady can do that, and so forth. And we, so I would say, why don't do this? Try this. And she would say, oh, yes, let's see about that. Or if, when it comes down to the actual thing, I might uh, might uh, involve certain figures here and say, why don't you try this? So far as the actual overflow, the actual intent, the actual contour of the thing, that's lead. That's right. what her But co- but you did.
0: sat down with her on a piano and oh, went through yeah. everything, so that by the time you well, well, uh, f- the time you, you got to scores for an orchestra, she knew what you were doing mm-hmm. and you knew what, what she was doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was my father who hired you for that job. But I wanted to ask you in in a Broadway situation, who is it who's responsible for hiring the orchestrator?
1: The producer, I'd
0: say. And the composer, if he's alive, does he have a say? I mean, I, oh yes. I mean, I, I think the
1: composer definitely has a say. I don't think. Uh, uh, let me try to think. I think that the, there may be times when an orchestra may be suggested to a composer. I'm trying to think are, are are
0: there any times when one orchestrator will like ask you to come and share the load because I do oh, notice that there yes. are, it's one job that occasionally there will be two um, names oh,
1: it's, yes. there will be two names and most of the time because of the of the exigencies of of time uh, for instance on a play called do re mi <laughs> uh, we in the first during the weeks four or five or six weeks whatever While we were in rehearsal, uh, I was the principal orchestrator on that, and I was required to produce some 800 pages of score before we got out of town. Well I didn't know it then, but that was ridiculous.
0: Right. So I
1: I found out the hard way, but that's all right.
0: But did you ask? Some people helped you with that?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I had to hire people to do that. Who do do, do, do things the, the, the way you talked
0: earlier? Yeah. G- you were this. Your, it was still your voice, but other people absolutely, did that.
1: Absolutely, and, and and it's always that way. Uh, excuse me, we do okay. continue to have uh, have to have a collaboration with composers, and it's been me I saw it in excuse me some production recently where in some opera it was by Mozart or by so that there was a section that might have been done by somebody else whose name was in was there. eight bars, a tick bar, or something So right. it's not new, you know. But we need help. Yeah.
0: We need help. But, and you, you, you help each other. Absolutely. One of the things that's good is is you do help Absolutely. each other.
1: Now, recently, uh, uh, it, depending on the degree of it, uh, we, we, we try to at least list the orchestrators that are right. people who that are involved. Helped, yeah. Uh,
0: But uh, I have have an an orchestrator, arranger, composer question. You talked about Do-Re-Mi, and you were the principal orchestrator. Mm. Do-Re-Mi has one of the best overtures of the musical theatre. Did you arrange that? I did. But
1: I want to tell you, that's a very interesting question. That was not the first overture. That was about the fourth overture that was done. (laughs) Uh, And during the course of that time, I, I was led by a man by the name of Julie Stein,
0: the composer.
1: It's no disrespect to Julie, but we are, we fondly and lovingly know him as the Madman of Broadway. <laughs> he was. <laughs> yes, and I had no better sense at that time than to follow every direction that he said. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Which got me in a
0: lot of trouble. So you listened to him. So the first three were him. Were, the, well. Were
1: not only that, that and so was the last one. Right. What we got from Julie Stein was his thing about having to be so um, – he, he, was, he wasn't going to do the same thing. We had to have a, a, a show curtain. It was about jukeboxes, Right, you know?
0: so he wanted this, all the jukeboxes.
1: Real jukeboxes, now. We're, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're so, so operating jukeboxes. And wanted to ju- coordinate it with the pit.
0: So every song that was heard in the Overture was on the jukebox, or something like that?
1: Something like that. It was that. a
0: concept, is what it was. It was a concept. But he...
1: But he made you stretch, you know? Yeah. You, better, you, you have to try it. So this point is that that Overture, I understood what he wanted, because he, I really did. Yeah. they were the verge of calling somebody in to, to help me do this Overture. And right. I won't name names, but whoever they called in said, well, yeah. not a... Not a it says, I'll come in, but you have to pay me $100 a page, and you have to ask Luther to ask me. Right. So I had a lot of, lot of, lot of support from that, you know what I mean? That's good.
0: From your fellow orchestrator. From my fellow orchestrator. Now, how, I want to go back to, to, to the beginning. How did you get your first job on Broadway, and how does, if somebody, if I were to say to you, I'm a young orchestrator and I want to work on Broadway, how do I get a job on Broadway?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Not, not like I did. But the fact is... How did, I, how did you do it? Well, I did it by having the happenstance to be... Uh, if, uh, um, in Ellingtonia. Right, but happenstance can work. Yes, happenstance can work. This is what you should be. What you need to do, number one, is prepare yourself for for that point. Uh, I would say that getting to be an orchestrator on, on, at this time, what would I do? I don't know. I guess I would just uh, um, align myself with the various uh, um, off Broadway companies, other companies, and so forth. I guess I would. I would inquire every time I saw an orchestra if somebody needed some help. Do
0: orchestrators come out of out of orchestras? Pl- players is that one way, or conductors? Mm,
1: sometimes yes, they do. Yes,
0: but not normally.
1: Yes, they do. I think that it's a good idea. If a person is a player, now I wasn't a player that was that was bent towards being a, a, a playing an orchestra, but I think that uh, that if you are. And you can play in an orchestra. I think that that's very important.
0: Do you do you, by the way, orchestrate for any specific players when you orchestrate for a show? Do you have s- sometimes?
1: Sometimes. Well, for instance, if I know, uh, uh, i go back to Jealous last jam. Right. And there's a fellow named Jerome, Roberts, Rogers, Jerome Rob Richardson, recently who's, who plays an extraordinary. Oh, not yeah, uh, uh, not 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 uh, play on, is what okay. I play. Plays an extraordinary. Uh, uh, soprano saxophone. Right. And I knew that this is what I wanted. So I asked my contractor to see if he can get Jerome. Right. That does not mean that there aren't other saxophone players who can do a wonderful job about that. Right, but that. if you hear him. But if you I knew Jerome. And now what Jerome did say. Now Jerome didn't, did, didn't play all of it. He had other people come right, in. Right, but in and, they, and And they said, sometimes, Julie did it. He used to, have, what's the trumpet player's name? Dick. Dick. Uh,
0: I don't know, but he had, but, he but had that
1: trumpet player had to be in every show.
0: Okay. Well, he always had those high trumpets, that's wailing right. out the melodies in right. every shine show.
1: Same thing with, with – with, uh, 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 there was a, a, a lady who was a, a, vocalist, a singer, soprano. Every show, Buster did he had, She had to be in the chorus and right. do something, <laughs> you know. So you do write for special people, right. special things. Not like in jazz, but just in a way that you do have to have certain people, and you know what they do. <coughs>
0: Yeah, do you do you also keep listening to other kinds of music, pop music and stuff? What? Yes. And do you keep to. learning from them? I keep learning. And sometimes I, I realize that I've I've fallen behind.
1: That I am, uh, how should I say, that that uh, I'm not really listening to certain things. Right. At least lately, I have to say, you know, that the, that the, uh, my thrust has been towards the symphonic since uh, in the year two thousand. I was. F- fortunate enough to have, or oh, actually did in 1999, to have been um, um, uh, commissioned to do a Duke uh, Ellington concert for Sir Simon Rattle, uh, which was done right. in Carnegie Hall. Now so
0: you went, instead of from pop music, you went to the symphony world and yeah, you had fun being yeah, in, in the yes. symphony world. I
1: think that that's, and I, I keep, today I, I think about the, the whole idea of coming out of school in 1942. Ellison said, you know, this is my symphonic and my uh, classical York. art. He sent me to Richard Rogers, and sent me to Castellanos and all this sort of stuff. And I come back around. I'm still there, and I'm doing, doing his stuff with, Sir, with Sir Sir Simon, Simon Randall
0: <laughs> I think that's a great place for us to stop. I thank you very much. <laughs> all right. I've been talking with orchestrator and arranger Luther Henderson for the American Theatre Wing. I'm Ted Chapin. The American Theatre Wing's Guide to Careers in the Theatre is a project of the American Theatre Wing and the New York Public Library's Billy Rose Theatre Collection, Theatre on Film and Tape Archive.